welcome to the conversation. I'm Anna Kasparian and joining us now is congressional candidate for California's 25th district, Cenk Uger. Cenk, welcome back. All right, thanks for having me, I appreciate it. All right, so there's a lot to talk about to catch up with your campaign. There's a lot when it comes to fundraising, there's an upcoming debate. Mm-hmm. But I actually wanna start off with something that I thought was fascinating. There is a congressional candidate by the name of Eric Olson. You're not running against him, he's not in the same district. Yeah. But he had a conversation with Christy Smith that I think is fascinating and I wanted to share with the audience and then get your thoughts on it. So let's take a quick look All at right, that. Let's do it. My name's Eric Olson, I'm a veteran, a father and an activist. And I'm running for state assembly in California's 36th district, Antelope Valley. When I decided to run, the first thing I did was reach out to local candidates, uh, local leadership and party leadership. And one of the persons that I met with was Christy Smith because she was the assemblywoman in our neighboring district that overlaps with the Senate district. During that meeting, Christy told me that my anti-corruption messaging was personally offensive to her. I have a line in my stump speech where I say, Democrats have a supermajority in Sacramento, and they keep telling us we need to learn how to compromise. We're not compromising with Republicans to pass legislation. We're compromising with industry because they're donors. And Christy said to me that sometimes you have to take corporate money so that you can do good things with it. The corporations aren't giving her money so she can go do good things with it. They're giving her money so they she can do good things for them. So Christy Smith is not offended at the idea of corporations influencing candidates. She's more offended that someone would have the audacity to call that corruption out. And that was an incredible video. She seems to believe that you need money from corporations in order to fund your campaign. But is that necessarily true, Jenk? No, not at all. As we just showed, we raised eight hundred thousand dollars in just six weeks. You say in a quarter? It's not really in a quarter. We only had half of a quarter. We we only had six weeks to do it. Thirty thousand contributions, over twenty one thousand individuals that gave money, and and so she raised around the same number, the raw dollar number. She actually came in at eight forty, okay? But she started earlier than I did. So her average is what twelve thousand nine hundred twenty three dollars a day. That's pretty good. That's a lot of PAC money, okay? That's a lot of Democratic politicians saying you owe me favor. Money, right? Not a lot of real people. We'll see. We'll find out when she gives the details on the 31st. Me, my average was $16,592. So if you're out there and you were anybody who did that, thank you. That's unbelievable. Per day, over $16,000. Now they say it wasn't possible, but it turns out it was possible. No PAC money, no lobbyist money, no special interest money. But that is why it gets under the Democratic establishment skin. That story that Eric told is stunning. When I there's when I first heard it, I was like, really? And I didn't even know when he first told me that it was Christy Smith who told him that. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out it was Christy, I was like, oh my God. So look, I want you to understand who Eric is. Eric is running for a local seat. That state assembly that's within my district. Mm-hmm. My district has two state assembly seats. One is that Eric Olson's running for. His website, by the way, is ericfor36.com. You gotta support local progressives, not just national, okay? We gotta win at every level so we change not just the national government, but the state government. So there's another part to Eric's story that's also amazing. But to me, even more removed from our race, isn't that Eric's point is indisputable. No reporter can actually dispute it. California has a supermajority. That means the Republicans are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. The, the Democrats can pass anything they want without 
consulting a single Republican or compromising with a single Republican. But they keep saying, oh, we gotta compromise, we gotta compromise, even with a supermajority. So what's your excuse? No, no, they don't want to compromise. It's not that they're Republicans, they are compromising with their own corporate donors. Right. Eric is absolutely right. But Christie comes in and says, how dare you say that? That's personally offensive to me. She's the other assembly seat in that district. She's 38. A seat, by the way, she's abandoning for higher ambitions. Right, that, that's exactly right. So there's there's one other thing that I wanted to mention in the context of what you just said. Right now, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, wants to bail out PG&E, which is a private utility company that has refused to use its profits to upgrade its equipment. So as a result, its faulty equipment has led to many of the massive fires that have broken out in California. California, devastating the lives of, of, of countless Californians throughout the state. And so Gavin Newsom is thinking about bailing them out. They don't deserve a bailout. No, right? no, no, they gotta be made public. So these private utilities, in order to maximize profit, mm -hmm. don't bury their lines. So then when the lines are exposed, they fall because of high wind. And then because of climate change, we have really dry conditions, especially in the 25th district where I'm running. There's fire after fire after fire. And, and that district also has a private utility. And so they cause the fires, do they pay for the fires? No, do they pay for your home when it gets burned out? No, not. but what did the politicians do? They bailed them out and defend them anyway, why? Because they get money from them and then they say, oh, I'm doing it for the public good. No, it's the exact opposite of the public good. But Anna, it is in every, now we have Steve Knight also in this race, he's a race, mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a Republican in this race, former incumbent. Uh, Eliso Canyon disaster happens, worst gas leak in American history. He does not defend the voters, he defends the company. <laughs> of course he does. Why, guess why, you're gonna be shocked guys. He took $16,000 from Sepra, the company that owns that facility. So that's the kind of compromise that uh, corporatist Democrats like Christy Smith believe in. That, that's yeah, the kind of democracy that she, uh, really, that really speaks to her heart. Right, corporate Democrats and corporate Republicans do the same thing. Because mm -hmm. they take money from corporations and serve corporate interests. So uh, Steve Knight also did it with Boeing. Uh, by the way, Christy Smith took money from United Health Group, one of the largest health insurance companies in the country. And she says, "Oh no, you got to trust me that that the United Health Group is in it for the public good and for charity. They don't want to maximize profit or anything like that." And my position that I'm in favor of the private insurance companies and against universal health care and against Medicare for all mm -hmm. is because I genuinely don't want you to have universal health care, not because they paid me to. Well, I'm sorry, but we don't believe you. Um, and that's why so many people are giving money now to me so that I could win this race so we can get Medicare for all, jank2020.com slash go. So I actually do want to share a little more of Eric Olson's experience with Christy Smith because you had alluded to something else that he went through that was amazing. I think that he refers to that in this next clip. Let's take a quick look. The first thing I did was reach out to other candidates, local officials and party leaders. And one of the people I met with was Christy Smith. Christy told me that on the way to that meeting, she checked with Anthony Rendon's office, the Speaker of the Assembly, to confirm that he endorsed my opponent, Jonathan Irvin, a corporate candidate, and that she endorsed him as well, and that I should try again in a few years. She said that I had a great understanding of the issues, but my anti-corruption messaging was personally offensive to them. Okay, so this is, this is an incredible part of the story because it really speaks to something that's gotten under my skin personally, right? And I have my biases and I'm putting them out on the table. This notion that Christy Smith has been handpicked 
And so she is entitled to that seat. She seems irritated that there are Democrats running against her. 100% irritated. She's trying to block every debate. She's trying to block people from interviewing me mm -hmm. because it's her seat. She's entitled to it. She was already handpicked. But by the way, so you know, I do, Nancy Pelosi has endorsed her. Feinstein has endorsed her. Barbara Boxer, who's now a huge lobbyist that represents oligarchs in Russia, Qatar, Turkey, etc. Barbara Boxer, the former senator, that the current lobbyist has endorsed her, and she's so proud. She's like these lobbyists and and soon to be lobbyists have all endorsed me. The powerful are on my side. Okay, so that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But the state level may be even more important. So I don't know Anthony Rendon from a. Adam, okay, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. I think I might have met him once. He's the Speaker of the Assembly in California. Uh, I don't care about powerful people. Everybody else, is like, oh, Rendon, he's such an important Democrat. Do you know you have to go and do him favors? No, I don't. I only owe the voters favors and 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 delivering for them. So this is an amazing story by Eric. It actually, Christie's tangential to that story. Mm -hmm. The Rendon part is more devastating. Absolutely. Because he has more power in California. I don't know if he was in the back room that quote unquote handpicked Christie. Literally, she keeps saying she was handpicked. Who was she handpicked by? So was it Rendon? I don't know. But look at what Rendon does. Look at what Democratic leadership does. They say to guys like, not me. Because they can't bully me. They they tried in the beginning, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. But with guys like Eric who don't have a lot of money, who don't have a lot of power or leverage, right? Mm -hmm. they, they intimidate them, they go, try again later. But you better not talk about corruption. Because that's not Republicans, that's Democrats who say that. Why do they say it? Because they know it, they know they're corrupt. Right, so I'm curious if this type of story gets any type of pickup. Because your race did get some national attention. But the national attention that it received had nothing to do with the actual issues. It had nothing to do with these, this undemocratic small d action that's being taken by the corporatist Democrats in the state. So has anyone reached out to your campaign to talk a little bit about how corruption is playing a role in this in this race? No one ever asked about it. I have to bring it up every single time. Mm -hmm. And three quarters of the times they don't even print it. I'll say it and they won't print it. They'll only print negative stuff, etc. Now it's getting a little bit better now that I've raised so much money. Mm -hmm. And so- What uh, do you mean by that it's getting better now that you've raised so much money? I, I, a little bit of a change in tone with some, but not everyone. In okay? the media. In the media, mm -hmm. uh, because for the media, they've been trained to think money is everything. Right. So well, here I came in with a giant amount of money in a very small period of time. So it makes some of them go, hmm, okay, that's, this guy's a serious candidate, right? But guys, I have 2,000 volunteers in a congressional race in six weeks. That's unheard of, that's unbelievable. But no one asks, wow, how'd you get 2,000 volunteers? Jesus Christ, what an unbelievable number. Almost 22,000 individual donors, Oh my God, that's amazing. No, they're like, who endorsed you? Who, which powerful people are uh, the important people, not the voters? Who cares about the voters? Tell me about the powerful people. I'm curious after this, will anyone go and ask Rendon about it? Probably not. Or are they, no, <laughs> but seriously, not. seriously, no, if you're the LA Times, my God, you have not me, Eric Olson, a guy running for a state assembly seat, outing Anthony Rendon as being pro-corruption and spending against him because of his anti-corruption message. Does the LA Times or any other media care about corruption 
at all, Jake, at all. Listen, Jake, I, I think you do need to be fair to reporters at the LA Times and the New York Times. This seems like an important story that they should cover, but there are much more important angles to your congressional race, like taking videos out of context and reporting them to smear you. That's much more effective in getting Isn't their that readership amazing? up. Like what I said 19 years ago, they find to be more relevant than what this. The top Democrats are doing in terms of taking corporate money and serving corporate interests. Isn't it stunning that they never cover that? It is the single largest issue, the single most determinative fact about how they're going to vote. Mm -hmm. And all the reporters are like, no, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see any corruption. I don't, even if you don't call it corruption, is it not relevant? And look, look at what LA Magazine just did. I mean, they just put out an article. Yeah, so let me go ahead and read the headline to the article. Um, I think they updated it to something better, but this is what it's it said. Slightly better, I'll tell you in a sec. So the original uh, title is Jenk Uger is staging um, a California 25th district debate without the top dem in the race. So let me ask a question before we, you know, get into the details of this headline and how they corrected it. So I've been looking for information on Christy Smith, where she stands on the policies, but if you go to her social media accounts, all you see is, you know, information about who endorsed her. And I've tried to see if there's any polling to indicate that she is the top Democrat. So maybe my Google skills aren't up to par. Is there a poll out there that shows or demonstrates that she's the top Dem? No, none. There are no polls. The media just declares her the top Democrat because they established from their head so. They said number of volunteers are irrelevant, number of actual voters supporting you, irrelevant. We don't care voters, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They don't care at all, right? Amount of money, even that, that used to be their gold standard. Some of them care a little bit, but a lot of them are like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Rendon and Pelosi say, we bow down to the powerful because that's what the journalists are supposed to do, right? Top Democrat, why, why? You just made that up and you put it in there. And and it shows and proves their bias. Mm -hmm. Their bias is towards power, towards the establishment, towards people who are in politics and powerful already, and money, all of those things. There is no reason to call her the top Democrat. And look at the other part of the headline. Jank Uger stages a debate. Wait a minute, it was all of the other Democrats in the race. The only person who mm -hmm. didn't want to attend after having been asked four different times was Christy Smith. Even the New York Times criticized Joe Crowley when he didn't attend a debate with AOC before she won her primary, right? right? That was the only time they covered her, but they were like, wow, that's weird that a congressman doesn't show up to a debate, right? In the LA press, LA Mag turns around and goes, it is Jake Uger's fault for staging a debate. How dare he? There's no debate to be had. Pelosi's already handpicked Christy Smith, and so have all the powerful people, and so have all the corporations. How dare Jake Uger stage a debate? I mean, that's unreal. Don't criticize her for not attending a debate that every other Democrat in the race is going to. Criticize the people going to the debate. Well, look, I, I, Christy Smith has not been shy about making comments, making it clear that she's avoiding you at all costs, that she doesn't want to have a conversation with you, she doesn't want to have a debate with you. There was a campaign event that you spoke at. The last time we had an interview, we showed video from it. But, you know, she wasn't even gonna attend that event and then that got a little bit of attention and you speaking got a little bit of attention. And then she finally you know, gave up and decided to show. But like, what's going on with her? Because 
In interview after interview, when she's asked about you, she tries to pretend like you don't even exist. But you exist, you do have those 2,000 volunteers. You've raised nearly as much money as her with small dollar donors. You don't have the backing of the Democratic establishment, but you have the backing of the people. You exist, so at what point is she going to take you up on your incessant offer for a debate? But you know, it's, it's I recently read a piece by Michael Harriet, who was at the root, and he and he started in a really powerful way about how African Americans are often invisible to the people who are powerful, mm-hmm. and it, it struck a chord with me not just because I, I I fight for African Americans, and he, he had a great point and a great piece, but also because it felt like oh politically, and which is what African Americans suffer is way way worse in this country, but politically it reminded me of what progressives are in politics. So both the establishment media and the establishment Democrats, and certainly the Republicans as well, treat us as we're invisible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, you raise a huge amount of money. You have all these supporters. You have, we have a hundred events planned in the district, okay, mm-hmm. and and across, in other places as well, because there's phone banks, etc. Right? There's 68. We've already done 32. We got 68 coming up. Okay, this is unreal. We've already reached over. 50,000 people in the district. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And our volunteers are legendary. They're warriors, right? So if you can't, I have probably done more events in the district than all the other candidates combined, okay? But yet they go, nope, nope, I don't see you. I don't see you. But you know what? Great, don't see me. That's okay. You want to be complacent? You want to dismiss the voters? Because it's not just me she's dismissing. She's dismissing every progressive who supports me. She's right. dismissing every voter who says, well, I, whether I, I don't know if I support Cenk, but I want to debate. I want to see what's your point of view and what's his point of view right. so I can decide. She says, no, you're not important. I, the establishment has already handpicked me. You, the voter, are not important is what she says. It is unbelievably dismissive. And so let me just be super clear. Mm-hmm. I will debate her anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. So she keeps, she's saying, oh my God, I, I only got four notices. And she's pretending like we didn't give her enough notice. She tweeted out. A letter, not me, that another Democratic candidate sent to her on December 27th. She had a snide tweet about it. Oh, so you did get the letter. There's no question about it. I didn't tweet that, you tweeted that, okay? So you know we're not invisible, you know we're right here. And now you understand, Oh my God, he might win, I'm in a lot of trouble, okay? Mm-hmm. So you keep running all you want, but at the end of the day, you're not insulting me, you're insulting the voters by saying, you're not important enough for me to tell you what I'm going to do if I win. So your debate will take place tomorrow night, Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. at a bar, I believe. And so tell me about that. Like, What are you looking forward to discussing or debating the most during that debate? Yeah, so first of all, I need everybody to know where they can come yeah. and watch. So it's in Palmdale, okay? So if you wanna RSVP, jank2020.com slash debate. Please don't RSVP if you're not coming. But if you are coming, we love it, love it, love it. I want everybody to hear what not only me, but the other candidates. Remember, there's other Democratic candidates as well. Mm -hmm. And unlike Christy Smith, I don't mind you hearing them. I think I have the best platform. I'm not afraid of any debate with anybody. So let's go do it, okay? But if you can't attend in person, we're also gonna broadcast it from there. We're gonna find a way to live stream. So we're probably gonna do it from my Facebook page. By the way, I do a lot of videos about the campaign, the inside details of my campaign, they're super fun. Facebook.com slash Jank official. But for the purpose of the debate, you don't have to worry about that. You just go, it's 6.30 mm-hmm. Pacific on Thursday night. 
You go to TYT, it's a, a transplants brewing company. They donated it because they care about democracy and they're wonderful, okay? Mm -hmm. By the way, we were gonna have it at College of the Canyons. They mysteriously canceled uh, IG, I wonder why. Anyway, uh, now transplants brewing company is doing it. That's okay, who cares where we have it? You know, I'll, I'll do it anyway. Uh, so jank2020.com uh, slash debate. By the way, I mentioned the events. Uh, Jank2020.com slash go for uh, donating slash volunteer. If you wanna be one of those wonderful uh, set of volunteers, slash events if you wanna find out the events. But I got more specifics here. I know there's a lot of slashes and you could just go to Jank2020.com if you can't remember all that. But slash call if you wanna attend one of the phone banking things that we're doing. And slash a door if you wanna knock on doors with us. And this weekend is a weekend of action. So yeah. of course I call it weekend, weekend, weekend of action. So <laughs> we've got a bunch of events in Santa Clarita, in, in the Antelope Valley. So make sure you check out jank2020.com slash call and slash door if you wanna get involved in all of those events. And in fact, we have our office opening, sorry Anna, just one more thing. Office opening on Saturday night, uh, we got some special folks coming, including Ida Rodriguez and her. Okay, <laughs> that's not in the context of this, it's in the context of, of uh, be, being a friend. Uh, and so uh, it's, it turns out Christie's office is right next door to us. And it turns out there's a total coincidence mm -hmm. that she's having her opening on the same day. Excellent. Gee, well, let's find out who, who has more supporters in the district. Mm. She says, oh, I'm for the community. By the way, I'm totally abandoning my seat in the 38th district. I pretend to be for the community, but I got higher ambitions. And Anna, I gotta say this too, sorry. The Woman that she endorsed, not only for her seat that she's vacating now, mm -hmm. turns out was a Republican in 2019. She didn't just endorse her, she gave her $9,400, that's the maximum. Well, Why are you handing your seat to a Republican? I thought your whole point difference? was to, to, to hand what's off the difference? to- <laughs> What's the difference between a corporate Democrat and a Republican? I mean, this is yet another example of how it's the same thing. This is my commentary, okay, so come at me if you want. But yeah, I mean, it's not about the issues. It's not about fighting for the people. It's about protecting the status quo, protecting the system that someone like Christy Smith has built her entire career off of, a system of corruption, a system that does not represent the people. Again, my commentary, but that's how I feel. Yeah, and, and so uh, look, Susan Christopher was a Republican in 2019. Apparently she switched to being a Democrat to run for Christie's seat. Mm -hmm. Christie goes, oh, a Republican pretending to be a Democrat. Perfect, here's the maximum amount I can give you, almost $10,000. And then she turns around in my race and says, oh, uh, you know, uh, progressives can't beat Republicans, only corporate Democrats can. And that is why I care so much about keeping this district in Democratic hands. Then why were you handing your own seat off to a Republican? Mm. Okay, so guys, if there's one thing I can tell you, look, the donations are critical because it, it helps us reach more voters, that's super important, but come out. Okay, the fight's in the 25th, come volunteer because people power is real. Let's show them what we got, what we got is people power. Last thing I'll end on, thank you for being patient with me. I'm a tough interview, so I'm done with every media outlet. Yeah, is that, definitely. Yes, mm -hmm. is that guys, it, they say people don't matter. Mm -hmm. Only the powerful matter and only money matters, I disagree. I think if we have more people out there, we will reach all of the voters. If we reach them with our message, every door I've knocked on, by the way, Democrat, independent, or even Republicans. When I say I wanna get money out of politics, they're like, I'm in, I'm in. All we gotta do is reach them with our message, okay? So come do it with us, let's take this seat. And, and they say, when I release the numbers, they're like, it's not fair 
you have too many supporters from across the country. Not enough, it's, it, first of all, I, have, I'm, I would be shocked if I didn't have more donors in California than, than my opponent, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But you're right, I do have way more supporters than her nationally. Well, then you should have done a show that defends and fights for progressives for the last 18 years. She's basically saying your supporters are too strong. Mm. Well, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You have the money and the powerful, I have the people. Let's get it on. All right, well, thank you for watching. And we look forward to see the outcome of that debate and the election. Thanks so much for watching, guys. We'll see you soon. Thank you.